0: Hello, and welcome to Book Reviews Kill, a podcast about fantasy, sci-fi, and horror novels. I'm Chad, and you are listening to the Monday Morning Minute. Now, if you noticed a uh, marked absence of Evan saying, and I'm Evan, in his smooth, silky voice... Well, that's because he is taking a much-deserved break. He has been hitting it hard and pouring his heart, soul, uh, and everything into this podcast, so he needs a little bit of a break. I do believe his phone has even been off for the last couple days, so good for him. He deserves it. It's been the first time in two months that I haven't talked to Evan uh, once every five hours during the waking hours of the day, which usually extend till, oh about two or three in the morning for us. So yeah, it's, uh, it's been a long time. I miss the guy, but he has earned every second. But I appreciate you guys sticking around and listening to uh, just me, and I will do my best to make up for the huge hole left by Evan. If you'll all humor me for a few seconds of shameless begging and self-promotion, Evan and I are both attempting to get cameras so we can take this show visual onto the tube of you, the YouTube, and film our episodes so you can not only listen to us, but also watch us, Uh, because we like to be there in your car with you while you drive, and if we can make that kind of a hazard, why not? Living on the edge. I'm I'm just kidding. Please do not drive and watch the podcast uh listen to the podcast certainly but don't don't watch it anyway we're trying to get some cameras we want to do right by you and uh as evan has said to me many times and i say back to him we don't make mid content and as such we don't want little cheapo cameras we want some really nice ones because you guys are worth nice cameras so I'm asking for a one-time donation to help Evan and I out. Uh, if you've gotten any amount of value from this uh, little community that we're building here, please go to buymeacoffee.com slash W-I-C-K-S-W-O-R-D-S. And uh, just give us a one-time donation. That'll go a long way in getting us to the land of the visual. Thank you so much. And without further ado, this week in fantasy news. The Lord of the Rings show has come out with a new trailer and also confirmed their release date of September 2nd, 2022. I am so excited for it. And the trailer, if you haven't watched it, it came out on Super Bowl Sunday is excellent. It looks so, so good. Just these wide, sweeping landscapes, huge battles and epic journeys are all teased to us out there. I'm very much looking forward to it. I'll put a link in the description beneath this episode so you can go watch it. And um, I had my audio interface with some really nice like Sony speaker headphones plugged in and the booming like was like shaking my brain and I was like, oh my gosh, this looks so good. During the trailer, there is a scene where there's a character crouched behind a tree and amidst a hailstorm of arrows coming in he pops out grabs one of the oncoming arrows out of the air and in one smooth motion strings it to his own bow and fires it back when i saw that i was just like oh i don't think that i could be more hyped for it and oddly i'm really hyped for the intro. Like Game of Thrones did such a cool intro with all the cogs and the wheels and the place like the map you know. That was so awesome and I'm really excited to see what they do for this intro because I feel like that's kind of the thing. There's a bunch of like intro makers out there who are just like in competition with each other to see who can make the coolest freaking intro ever. I've got high hopes for this one. There's so many cool things that they could do like like, uh, rings being created with molten lava flowing through little channels and steam and eh, I don't know. I think there's going to be some really cool intro there as well. I'm really really Excited for it. If they make it terrible, I'm going to be really, really sad. I don't think they're going to, though, man. I think, I think it's going to be awesome. The bar is so high, and so even if they don't hit the bar, I think it's going to be close. It's going to be close. Um, in addition to the release date and the new trailer, we've got a, a plot description that came out, so giving us so much hype but very little actual information. Um, They stated, The show will take viewers back to an era in which great powers were forged. Kingdoms rose to glory and fell to ruin. Unlikely heroes were tested. Hope, hung by the finest of threads, and the greatest villain that ever flowed from Tolkien's pen, threatened to cover all the world in darkness. Beginning in a time of relative peace, the series follows an ensemble cast of characters, both familiar and new, as they confront the long-feared re-emergence of evil to Middle-earth. Seems like Middle-earth is always on the cusp of evil reemerging. emerging These guys cannot catch a break. <laughs> and as much as they probably deserve a break, I'm glad that the showmakers won't be giving it to them as I'm really looking forward to this release. And nobody wants to see a show released during the time of peace. Now, interestingly enough, J.D. Payne, one of the screenwriters, was saying during a Vanity Fair interview, uh, and I quote, We have the rights solely to the Fellowship of the Ring, the Two Towers, and the Return of the King, the Appendices, and the Hobbit. And that is to say, we do not have the rights to The Silmarillion, Unfinished Tales, The History of Middle-earth, or any of those other books. Which kind of feels like someone is being willing to sell the walls and the roof of a house, but not the floor or the foundation. Um, Seems ridiculous and silly, but I don't write copyright law, so what do I know? (laughs) But it was a little interesting. Uh, J.D. Payne did say that that was certainly enough for them to have enough meat in the historical canon of Tolkien to really patch a story together and didn't express it being a problem as far as any of their story writing or or story creating was concerned Uh, it did just seem a little interesting to me that they weren't able to get those other things but they were able to get the main ones like what who is out there selling like part of this you know they're like no this isn't goldfish it's just gold fin we're just selling the gold fin Uh, if you want the gold body or the gold head you'll have to go to someone else like what ridiculous anyway I'm really looking forward to it Uh, This week in my reading world, I finished The Emperor's Soul by Brandon Sanderson, and man what a cool little novella. If you're looking to kind of flush out your Goodreads list or uh, feel a little down on yourself because you haven't read as many books as you want to, go pick up The Emperor's Soul because it's not only a great book, it's also about 110 pages long. You'll be able to read it in a sitting or two, no problem. And you'll be sad, like I was, that uh, you are able to read it in such a short amount of time because it's good. It's really good. Uh, He makes like an awesome little world, an awesome little magic system. I mean, truly, Brandon Sanderson is the Mozart of magic systems, and he does not let you down in this book's magic system as well. It's just so interesting, so unique. There's a concept that he keeps touching on. One of the characters, she, without giving anything away, let's see, how do I, how do I say this? She, gives, she makes things, she forges copies of things, but in a way that she uses magic and makes them perfect. And she applies some of the same concepts of her magic and her mimicry to her brain. So when she's and I and I really like this and I've been using it in my own personal life. So when she's in a hard situation dealing with something stressful or maybe doing something that makes her really uncomfortable, she will become the person that can deal with that. That's not uncomfortable in that situation. You know, so many times she's like faced with a hard insert this situation and she thinks to herself, become the person who is comfortable in this and can find opportunity in this situation. And there was one time notably, I've, I've used it a few times, but there was one time that sticks out in my brain that I was in kind of a rough meeting at work and I just thought to myself, Chad, become the person who can deal with this. And it really actually kind of helped. Like I wasn't fake or anything, but I just kind of applied a veneer over myself that allowed me to look at the situation I was in with a little bit different perspective that allowed me to make the most out of it and find opportunity where previously there was only frustration. So really cool concept by Brandon Sanderson, hit it out the park with that. I've also been reading and I'm about halfway through the Book of Longings, so I won't get into it too much as I haven't finished it. But this is a book that one of our listeners sent to me and I thank her so much. This is I am so grateful that she did because it is awesome. It's a historical fiction about a young girl who I believe actually gets married to Jesus. Now, that's not spoiling anything that is actually written on the back of the book. So I'm not giving away anything, but it's a very good book. And and more than anything, it's just beautifully written you know there's a lot of books out there that are good stories and this is certainly that but even better there's those little sentences in there that you're just like oh they're just gorgeous they're just perfect four or five words put together that show a depth and explain something that I would be hard to explain with 100 words, and they just, those four words together, usually in like a metaphor or an analogous way, describes a thing or a feeling or a situation. And it is very well done. The Sumunk Kid's ability to do that with words, which is what I just find so awesome, it is very, very good. So yeah, beautifully written, excellent story. I'm looking forward to finishing that up this week. I've also been listening to uh, a book on tape called Primal Leadership uh, by Daniel Goleman. Daniel Goleman, and I'm not very far into it, but it is very, very good. This is like an educational book about how emotional intelligence in the workplace, specifically um, in the leadership staff, is one of the make or break attributes that leads to a lot of different things, whether or not a business is successful or unsuccessful, um, employees' happiness and their overall feeling of fulfillment at their work is very, very affected by the leader's ability to have a high level of emotional intelligence. Um, And it has my quote of the week in there, which I'm going to read to you is feeling good lubricates mental efficiency. Just made me pause and think. And I really liked it. Uh, And one of the other things that it was saying in there that uh, I found to be very insightful and just like, wow, interesting was how positivity and good mood can affect Things and have an actual measurable effect on the outcome of, of people in the workplace and sometimes a devastating outfit, uh, effect. And just as much as good feelings will affect people in a positive way and have a positive result, negative feelings will affect people in a negative way and produce a negative result. Um, to deadly effect, in fact. Um, a cardiac care unit where the nurse's mood was generally depressed had a death rate four times higher than the regular non-depressed care units. Four times! So the emotional intelligence in this cardiac care's nurse staff was directly resulting in a 400% increase in deaths. That, to me, was shocking. Uh, As far as other things that I've been uh, dipping my toes into, I've been watching Apple TV shows Foundation, and I have been enjoying it. I think it has my second favorite intro behind Game of Thrones, of course, of all time. So I'm really looking forward to see what Lord of the Rings does, see if they're in for the running. And if you disagree with me, I'm sorry, and you know of a cooler one, like shoot me an email. Seriously, I would love to know what show has a cooler intro than Game of Thrones in the number one slot and foundation in number two. It's like all these um, there's a mural in the show that is made out of this like high tech paint that moves. And the intro is all these paint particles, these little particles of moving paint, vibrant colors, stark contrast, forming, you know, whipping around to form um, images. And it, it, it was really cool. I look forward to it every time about five episodes in and have yet to Skip one of them and get sick of it. So it's pretty cool. I've been enjoying it a lot. I've also been doing a episode by episode review on TikTok, um, and I'm not going to release them until I'm done with the whole show because I really hate it when someone's like episode one, and then you go into their TikTok account and you're like, they only did an episode one, and they haven't released the episode two yet. So uh, I'm hoping to finish that up in the next day or so, and then I'm just going to release eight episodes, each one reviewing each episode i'm not going to go into huge detail i'm going to try to avoid spoilers but it might be a little bit um undoable so maybe as you watch the episodes go in there and just like watch mine after that so if you want to check that out follow along with me on that one go on to wix words that is my tiktok and i'm trying to get up to a thousand followers so i can join evan when he does live so if you want to go give me some love on there i would very much appreciate it One of my goals, uh, this is the weekly tip here, one of my goals is to listen faster to things on Audible. Um, You know, and I never really went into books prior to becoming a content creator with the goal of finishing them. Now, however, I do have that goal. Like, yes, I want to absorb them. I want to learn from them. But I'm also trying to maximize the content that I have to create and the things to talk about. And, you know, if it takes an entire book for me to be able to release a new piece of content, well, that means I'm reading a lot of books. So my goal is to try to get through books as quickly as possible. Uh, If you're goal is just to enjoy them as much as possible, then maybe this tip isn't for you. But uh, one of the people in my Discord told me that she can listen to Audible at 2.5 speed that is insanity. If you listen to 2.5, it's like an auctioneer. Like, yeah, hey, get 24, 25. And you're like, wow, I cannot listen to that at all. But I'm inspired because I know it is possible to do it. And I've managed to get up to a solid 2.2. That 2.5 goal still eludes me. But my tip on how to do this. So if you're listening to an educational book or something where your goal is not just enjoying it for the sake of enjoying it, um, but you are trying to complete it within a certain amount of time, what, what you want to to do or what's been very helpful for me is to let's say I want to listen to it at 1.5. I will go up to two times speed and force myself to listen to it for five or six minutes. So your brain kind of gets used to that speed. You won't be able to understand anything. And then after that five minutes, you go back down to 1.5, your actual goal, and you listen to it there. And then it sounds like slow and regular because you've gotten used to it at so much higher. Then when you bring it back down to the goal that you actually want, the speed that you actually want, it's way more doable so every time I go up you know I started with like 1.3 then I moved up to I think 1.7 and then I was at two times for a while and then just recently in the last few days managed to get up to 2.2 and every time I do that I add about five or six points to it so if I'm trying to get to uh, you know 2.2 I listen to it at 2.7 times speed for a couple minutes before rewinding dropping back down to 2.2 and listening from there and was pretty pleased with how easily I could understand everything. So I'm taking notes and I really need to not only listen to it, but understand it and comprehend it as well. And that has been a really effective trick for me. So uh, feel free to add that to your lexicon of if you're trying to crush a book, tips. Alrighty, on to the fictional fun fact of the week. So I started trying to find the shortest book Ever written, and like many things, I expect to have simple answers. I quickly got lost in a sea of confusion and debate as to the definition of terms like novel and novella and book um, and shortest and smallest and the differences there. So I just got tired. Was like, okay, let's let's change tracks here a little bit, Um, which I'll get to in a second. But side sidebar, the smallest readable book was Kleinst Buch der Welt, which translates to the smallest book in the world, which is a book that is 3.5 millimeters by 3.5 millimeters, and that's the smallest readable book. And the text simply consists of the Lord's Prayer repeated seven times in American English, British English, German, French, Spanish, Dutch, and Swedish. Now, I said readable book specifically because there's a smaller book called Tiny Ted from Turnip Town. And as many of you know, if you've been listening to the podcast, I love alliteration, so really like the name here. But this has a dimension of 70 micrometers by 100 micrometers, making it completely impossible to read except by an electron microscope. Uh, but unfortunately, it's so small, it costs 15 thousand dollars to produce just one copy of teeny ted from turnip town so kind of makes realistic publication of the book impossible so for what i'm actually going to do for the fictional fun fact when i was doing the what is the shortest book i came across hemingway's story called baby shoes and it's just six words i'll read you i'll read you a whole book on this podcast in fact i'm going to read you probably like 10 whole books on this podcast this is gonna be impressive Uh, you guys can add 10 books to your Goodreads list just from this episode. Wow. You're welcome. The book, Six Words by Hemingway. For sale, baby shoes, never worn. And he called it his best work. (laughs) So I came across a kind of like a book prompt thing where a bunch of people were asking sci-fi, fantasy, horror writers, kind of notable notables um, from TV, movies, and games to take a shot at writing a six-word book themselves. And I've collected a few of my favorites that I'm going to read to you here. So William Shatner, oh beloved Shatners, was failed SAT. SAT is one word. Failed SAT. SAT lost scholarship, invented rocket. (laughs) Of course, he put invented rocket in there. I don't know if you've ever read anything uh, or seen any interviews with him, but he is uh, not one for humility. old William. Uh, This one by Joss Whedon. Gown removed carelessly. Head? Less so. Mm, Nice, Joss. Uh, This one's by Stan Lee. Automobile warranty expires. So does engine. Must have been having some car trouble that week and uh, harboring a little bit of resentment, sounds like. Uh, this by Kerry Doctorow. Batman sues Bat-Signal. Demands trademark royalties. <laughs> uh, we have one by Brian Herbert. Epitaph. He shouldn't have fed it. Definitely not. Definitely not. If it killed him, it should not. He shouldn't have fed Oh, with his own body. Ah, I get it. Very clever, Herbert. Very. Um, this one by Alan Moore. Machine, unexpectedly, I'd invented a time. Hmm. A time. A, a different time? Like an alternate parallel? I don't know. It's got some depth we can probably delve into. Hi, Miss Evan. He would have some insightful things to say there. Uh, by Margaret Atwood. Longed for him, got him, shit. Hmm. She must have been talking to all of my romantic endeavors. <laughs> prior to writing her shortest book, uh, This Little Gem by Rudy Rucker. His penis snapped off. He's pregnant, which is just confusing. I just, okay, I didn't know it could snap off. Can it snap off? Oh, um, okay. And for the last, but certainly not least here, we have by Frank Miller, With Bloody Hands, I Say Goodbye. And with that, my dear bookbenders, I will also say goodbye. And if you would like to support Book Reviews Kill, please sign up to our Patreon. I will leave a link to that below, as well as the place where you can do a one-time donation for the purpose of Evan and I getting some camera equipment so we can record ourselves and so we can get the Book Reviews game leveled up a little bit by going to YouTube as well. Also, we are Audible affiliates, so please, if you're looking to uh, get any books on tape, we would appreciate you using the link below that will link you to Audible so you can sign up. That comes with two free credits and like I've been doing with my two free credits is when you get done with the book, you can just return it and then they'll give you your credit back and then you can just kind of evergreen rotate these credits. So I've never actually had to pay for an audible uh, credit as I just don't ever have more than two books that I'm listening to simultaneously. But that link will be beneath this podcast in the description as well. Uh, if any of you make content out there, you know that even a short video or a short recording takes a long time to properly produce. Uh, and if you don't, create any content well let me tell you it takes a long time to properly produce a lot of these things and we pour a lot of our heart and soul into it and I I hope that comes across in the quality of the things that we produce so if you wouldn't mind supporting us in whichever way that you can even if it's just to follow us on our socials and give us an occasional like from time to time it means everything to us and next week we will be returning to our regularly scheduled programming with the return of Evan after he has sated his Elden Ring desires. Thank you all so much for your time and attention. Seriously, it means the world to us. All right, guys, have an excellent week and a wonderful Monday. Bye, everybody.